back at it again with another episode of the Primo Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Hayes, and I am joined, as always, with Primo Phil. Phil, welcome to the What's show. What's up, guys? How you hey, doing, how's how you doing tonight on Zoom? Uh, feeling smooth. Finally shaved for the first time uh, I, since the quarantine. I, so. I thought you looked a little different. <laughs> I thought it was Calvin on the yeah. phone for a second here. Yeah, I, I know. wasn't uh, sure when I first looked over, but, uh, you know, I... Uh, I'm not coming anywhere close to that. I'm going to keep it going right. here. I, uh, I, I like this look. It just, the, something about it just makes me feel more comfortable with the beard and now the longer hair. Yeah. I think I might feel the same way if I, uh, if I could grow a beard. Mine was just, it, it was just hair popping out every which way. It didn't look right. It's so patchy. So it, it got I to, grow a beard like yours. It got to be it too be much. A well, yeah, Phil, yeah, we're, we're, we're doing a lot of, uh, uh, podcasts lately. So yeah. you know, we're always trying to come up with new topics and this one is something, uh, for what we're going to be talking about today. Um, one that I think that a lot of people think about, um, and it comes into play whenever you're talking about business or anything you're looking to accomplish. Yeah. And I really just have one question for you, Phil. Are you ready? Yeah. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, Bunk? The famous Clint Eastwood uh, line from his movie Dirty Harry, the do you feel lucky? Do you believe in luck, Phil? Do you think that luck is something that exists or is that something that we've just created in our uh, uh, in our minds and in society to uh, uh, make us feel a little bit better about people who have succeeded? Yeah, I always like to say that real men make their own luck. And that's uh, Billy Zane from Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first time Said there's by been a Titanic. There, there, that's the first time there's been a yeah. Titanic quote on uh uh on the Primo podcast. <laughs> and hopefully the last might not be the last. I hope right? the um, last. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I would say short answer, yes, I do believe in luck. Um I I think that for sure, especially in business and, and in life too. I mean, there, there sometimes are things that happen that are a little bit, uh, too odd or to be a coincidence or, you know, right place, right time, I would say as well. Well, have you ever, uh, uh, I, I also have a quote for you, Phil. It's, it's not from Titanic or from any movie. Uh, it's actually from a Roman philosopher, uh, Seneca was his name. And the, the, it goes like this luck is when opportunity meets preparation. So that's kind of, uh, two things that are, uh, mutually exclusive, but it's how you take advantage of the situation and the opportunities that you're given that might appear to be luck, but it's, it's kind of, not necessarily, but I think there's a lot of that right place, right time thing that, that comes into yeah. play as well, like you mentioned, because you hear all these stories and, you know, nowadays I think we see, uh, those, those success stories that were, um, you know, I don't know, Phil, have you been watching the, the last dance? I think you said, no, you, you weren't no. on that. No, I haven't been able to catch it. Yeah. There's a guy on there who was Michael Jordan's athletic trainer, for the season after the uh, the Pistons beat them in the Eastern Conference Finals for the last time, the, okay. So they he started working with an athletic uh, personal trainer. His name's uh, Tim Grover, I believe. Now Tim has worked with you know the likes of Kobe Bryant and 
uh, all these other, um, you know, superstars in the process. And he's become somewhat of a, a, uh, um, you know, motivational speaker himself and right. uh, has notoriety in that field, author of a book, this and that. And, you know, I kind of feel like the people who put themselves in those positions are just more motivated to begin with to get to that next level. So a guy who's going to end up in the hands of a, a Michael Jordan as his personal trainer, of course he's going to succeed because he got himself there in the first place. You know, he's going to, what might yeah. seem like a, a, uh, lucky that he was, it's like, okay, okay, of course he works with Kobe Bryant. He worked with Jordan. Why wouldn't Kobe want to work with him? Well, right. there's more to it than that. Right. It's a, it's a little bit of, yeah. you know, the guy's just that good, you know, and we want to look at it as maybe luck of how they got there. And it's not necessarily the case. Um, but you know, there's always this, I, I don't know if you look back on it as a, as an individual and you say, well, the, the reason why that person's there and I'm not is because of luck. Do you think there's a bit of that? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, for me personally, uh, not necessarily. I mean, and that's the thing is that a lot of people, they'll, they'll look at situations like that and they'll say, man, look how, how lucky that guy is. It happens to him all the time. It's like, well, why do you think it happens to him all the time? Why do, why do you think that they're in the situation they're in? You, you don't just, I, I mean, winning the lottery is lucky. Um, you know, things like that, winning a drawing, anything like that is that's luck. Um, but something like that is just putting yourself into the position to, to make good decisions and, and be in that right spot. And it's having that drive and that determination to, you know, once you get past that first hump, keep grinding yeah. it out. A lot of people will get past that first hump and they just stop dead in their tracks they, they right. don't, uh, they, they get complacent. They get stuck in a routine. Yeah. Um, they're not, uh, they're not looking to get it to that next level. Some people are just okay with that. Um, yeah. but there's always going to be these unique situations. Um, now Phil, if I were to ask you, is Bill Gates lucky for being in the position that he's in? No, I, I don't think so at all. I, I mean, Bill Gates, is a, he's a genius. Um, but don't, I, I don't, there I, other I, guys, aren't there other guys out there who are just as smart as Bill Gates, who, uh, had the same amount of drive. They always say for every, every, every Jordan out there, there's another, how many other players who just never got their chance to be on the big stage. And it can go for anything. It can go for sports. It can go for business, whatever. So, you know, is, are, aren't there, yeah. why Bill Gates? Why him? Yeah, see, in, in those situations, I don't really look at people uh, in those positions as being lucky at all. I mean, somebody like uh, a Jordan or a Bill Gates, or those, those are guys that work their butts off, and they might have had you know a couple lucky things happen to them here or there. But but that's just having that drive to you know push forward. It's 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 not just that he's he's a smart guy that he's a genius. It's that he's also working his butt off to try to get in those positions. And that's, that's not luck at all. To me, luck, when we're talking about luck, that is more like stuff like winning the lottery. Oh, this guy has won, you know, he's hit a jackpot on a slot machine 10 times in the last year. That's lucky because there, there's no, it's all chance. When, when you're looking at a guy like Bill Gates, there, there's not a whole lot of chance. He might 
come into some good situations, but I, I don't consider that luck at all. Well, do you think he might've been in a unique situation that was different? Were there things that, you know, he may have had access to that maybe others didn't, uh, you know, things that would change yeah. the trajectory that he was on or the path in life that he was on from an early age that made it say, this is the guy he's going to be the innovator of his time essentially. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm leading, I'm leading, I'm leading you here, Phil, I'm leading you down a road. Well, I mean, there's definitely some luck involved in things like that, but honestly, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say because where does the, where does the luck start and, and the person's driving all that begin? Well, I think That's it, kind it's, of my it's that perfect storm. You throw it all together. So, so to, to stay on yeah. the Bill Gates thing here. So, you know, I don't know, Phil, if you've ever read, uh, the book outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. No. So it kind of talks uh. about, it's basically the story of success. He calls it. So it, it, it takes all these situations basically. And there's a lot of other books about it, uh, about stuff like this out there. And, you know, they talk about, you know, your, your, have you ever heard anybody mention 10, the 10,000 hour rule? I think you very, Stern will mention it a lot. Uh, Rogan mentions it a lot. They, they're, they're familiar with the concept right. of the 10,000, uh, hour, uh, rule. And that basically goes to be able to master any sort of skill you have to put in yeah. basically 10,000 hours of uh, time for whether that be preparation, practice, um, uh, action items. So they'll use that uh, a lot with stand-up comedians. It's like, well, you did, did you put in your 10,000 yeah. hours? Have you been on – how many hours do you have on the stage uh, for podcasting? How many hours do you have podcasting? We're, you and I, Phil, what we <laughs> – we, we maybe have 30 hours of podcasting under our belt between yeah. the two of us, it, between the two right. of us, 60 hours, maybe, uh, me a little bit more, I guess, but, yeah. um, you know, we're a long ways off from mastering the, 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 the task and sure, that yeah. 10,000 hours, Bill Gates had a unique situation and he's mentioned in this book, which is why I bring it up. Because he was able to get those hours in at a very young age. Um, basically, right. he had access to, to do real-time programming as an eighth grader uh, on a time-shared computer because his school just happened to have a $3,000 computer system in their, in, in their school when he was uh, a youngster in 1968. Uh, now today right. that doesn't seem like a big deal, but in 1968, it was an extremely big deal. Oh uh, yeah. He spent, uh, hours upon hours, um, programming and learning how these things worked so that by the time, uh, he was at the age where he was coming upon graduation, he knew what he wanted to do. And he had the capability to really tackle that and have a leg up on anybody else. So you got to figure at the age of, you know, 15, 16 years old, Bill Gates was doing things that the, uh, uh, that the average person, um, who had access to these kind of computers would never tackle. Those kind of computers were things that would sit in offices and never be used essentially. And then he basically hooked up with, uh, uh, Paul Allen, uh, and they were using free computers at the university of, uh, Washington 
And that's uh, right. when he was at a, uh, before he was even in uh, college age as well. So, you know, the rest is kind of history from here. So you start to combine those things and it's like, if he didn't live where he lived, didn't go to the yeah. school that he went to, would we know Microsoft to be the company that it is today? Would Paul Allen have done that on his own? Probably not. Uh, and, and, you know, right. there, there's some great Netflix documentaries out there about Bill Gates and the way he, he, uh, you know, he started that. And these guys, they, they lived and died by this stuff. You know, it's like, you know, if you go back and you look at, um, early images of, uh, Amazon and Jeff Bezos, just trying to sell textbooks out of his dorm room, basically. And in these little apartments, you've, have you ever seen that picture? If you don't look it up, it's, it's, uh, if you've never seen it, look it up. It's basically, him at a little desk and it just says like amazon.com and like a handwritten yeah. sign. And it's just so, right. uh, uh, interesting to see how it got from where it was to where it is today. And that's re- yeah. in relatively a short amount of time. I mean, I think you're talking late nineties that amazon.com yes. was established. Um, right. So, so these are the, the kind of things where it's like, you know, you wonder how people got there. Why did one guy win and the other guy lose? And, uh, basically, uh, it's who's putting in the time and who's taking advantage of those opportunities. If you have something that's unique, uh, to something that interests you and you have the ability to tackle it, you should be going after it because not everybody is going to have access to the same things that you have. And that's why in business, everything seems like a race, right? You know, the, yeah. the, the companies that are five years ahead of you, how the hell do I catch up to them? Well, what do you have right. that's unique to you? What do you have that's going to put you on a different playing field and allow you to kind of, um, uh, lead with a niche that they completely ignored. Like how can you tackle it to where you can catapult yourself beyond that? Because yes, you will be playing at a disadvantage and anybody who is established, don't forget there's somebody else who's really hungry. Who's, you know, uh, nipping at your ankles coming after you too. They've got a situation that's unique to them as well. Nobody's story is the same and nobody's situation is the same. Um, so if you want to call that luck, uh, for those who get ahead, you can all you want, but I, I gotta, I gotta say there's, there's very little things about actual luck that, that exists in business. If you're not prepared for that opportunity, you're going to be here today, gone tomorrow. Yeah. Cause there's plenty of people that get those opportunities that make nothing of it. And, and you, you look at all these different types of guys that just, Bezos is of the world and the Bill Gates of the world. And the one thing they all have in common is that they all think outside the box. It's something where when you look at these guys, if you would, if you would have thought that they were going to be where they're at now, back when they first started uh, their companies, you, you would never think that it was going to blow up to be the thing that they were. It's like all these ideas are ideas that weren't around when they came up with them. Um, or if they were, they, Right, exactly. They were they did a better job of it, and that's the thing is that if you want to be that guy in business, if you want to be a Bill Gates, you you have to look outside the box. You got to think outside the box, and you have to think, take those risks that you know that those guys did. Don't and, and I know you're I know you're just using this terminology because it's out there, but don't you hate that phrase outside the box? 
Um, I, doesn't no, it seem like, I, I know personally, <laughs> but doesn't it seem like, like, does, is anybody thinking inside the box anymore? Aren't everybody's thoughts outside the box at this point, the way, like the, 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 the way social media works and the way, uh, uh, retail sales work and the way we've had to adapt, especially now to this whole, uh, uh, COVID break uh, outbreak and pandemic and the right. way we do business. Does any thought seem inside the box anymore? It seems like everything. I want to. I I almost kind of want to get back in the, the the box at this point because it's just yeah. so crazy. But but see, that's the thing is getting back into the box would be thinking outside of the box right now because <laughs> of how everything is. Yeah, it's like, and, and that's the thing is like because I bet you a lot of people would appreciate that with all the things that have been it's been so crazy lately. I, I know everybody, I don't know about you, but from this quarantine stuff, it's like the one thing that has come out of it for me is like, I, I do want to like simplify things a little bit more. I, I Social media and all that. Do you really think that like how far it's come now? Do you really think that it's a good thing for society? Uh, all this social media stuff. It depends on what it is. I, I mean, and I think what I don't like about Facebook is the, here we go on a rant. Uh, what I don't like about yeah. Facebook is basically just the, that, um, that group thinking the, uh, I, I'm, yeah. in, I'm on this side, you're on that side. So we're just going to like pile on each other. And, you know, I saw a really funny, uh, meme the other day that was basically like, you know, uh, me on Facebook, what I think I look like. And it was somebody like, basically like, yeah. a, a, uh, somebody who was very, uh, Godlike leading their uh, flock, and what, right. I, what it actually yeah. is, and it was a guy like basically uh, ta- a guy, a, a mild mannered guy talking to like three or four people. But yeah, your 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 thoughts and your actions are reaffirmed by likes. But in the meantime, you don't know how many people are just shaking their head behind your back. Instagram's yeah. a little better because I think you know, you avoid a lot of that. You avoid a lot of the negativity. I like the more I use Instagram, the more I like it. And the more I think yeah, like it's a, a, a better tool than what we see out there. But like, I had an idea the other day. I said, why don't you just make a social media platform that has, you instantly get a thousand followers from the moment you sign up, Right, but they're yeah. all bots. And you can post right. things and all those bots will agree with what you say and they'll reinforce your opinion and they'll join every group. Um, and basically you're just, you're not talking to anybody you really know, which is kind of like what it is now. Do you really know, you know, I'm sure it's like 10% of your, your, the people you know that are actually responding yeah. to things on there. So, so then now right. you can just feel good about what you're putting out there and, you know, cause it does feel that when you post something and it has more likes or when we post a podcast and it gets more listens or more shares, that feels good. I mean, that's, that's, and, yeah. and isn't that what we're looking for at the end of the day? Don't you just kind of want to feel good about that? Whether you're, cause you know, whether you're, 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 you know, you're not doing it for anything except for real, real, uh, 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 self, uh, to, to kind of help yourself self gratification. There you yeah. go. Thank you. Yeah. Because I, I mean, it's the same thing with me. I'm not a guy that like, I really don't like attention. I don't like the spotlight on me, all that good stuff. 
but you're right when you when you click on that and you see how many people like your photo and stuff it's like you feel good about it and it's like you feel kind of silly feeling good about it because it's that it, dopamine it really is it's that somebody, dopamine hit yeah it just it just hits right you. And it's like somebody clicks a little button. That's all they're doing. It's it's like that Black Mirror episode. Yeah. But it's like, um, oh, but you it, want to talk it, about it, that? It does. Man, I was reading. Yeah, that, I, I was reading an article the other day that was just like it was talking about Black Mirror and how all right. uh, all these episodes are starting to become reality. Like they were originally yeah. created. I know. And they weren't. You know, they were they were science fiction. And you're talking only. You know five years ago, maybe when it first came out yeah. six years ago. Right. And, and all these things are starting to, um, you know, take shape to where things are, are real. Like, are we going to have these, uh, killer drone robots chasing after us in five years? Uh, like the, like one of the episodes, like it's starting to become Anything real. Possible. And, and yeah. that's, that's what I think is, is scary about that kind of stuff. But, uh, we'll be, we'll be very lucky if that doesn't happen. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I, I know we got off topic with the, uh, okay. uh, with the luck thing, but, but that's the thing is like, you, you look at that stuff and I would have never thought that we would be in this situation we're in now. If you would have told me this was going to be reality in 2020, I, I would have told you you're, you're crazy. So yeah. Uh, who knows? Well, well the, you know, with all this going on, like that brings me to my next point. Like, there will be people in this situation who come out of this ahead, believe it or not. There's going to be millionaires yeah. created from this, uh, and there will also be people who lose everything and go broke. Does, does that mean one was lucky that this, that this whole outbreak happened and uh, the other one was unlucky? Like, Let's think about this. An outbreak like yeah. this, beyond anybody's control. You, 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 you go through, you find a way, whether it's a a vaccine or maybe somebody's making uh, a lot of money off some of this PPE that's out there. Uh, I know we've been looking at getting into the custom printed masks because that's going to be a thing that will continue to be a trend. Um, now is that lucky for those? And then others are unlucky who just get thrown by the wayside and they, they, they just essentially are shut down through no fault of their own. Well, it's tough because I would definitely say, and obviously you wouldn't take it with the circumstances, but yeah, I mean, it's something because to me, luck is something that, you know, you're not controlling that is benefiting you, um, for pretty much no good reason. And, and that's, that's kind of the definition of it would be if in this pandemic to have something that pops up that is way out of your control and it helps you out. I mean, it, it is lucky in that aspect for sure. Yeah. And it's, it's, I always think of it as just, you know, playing the, the, the hand that you've been dealt, right? There's Pretty situations much, yeah. here in our life, and I don't. I don't believe that things are are destined to happen. I don't believe that we're right. uh, this path has been figured out for us, or that you know we are, um, you know, we have no control over uh, the outcomes here. But it's playing that hand that you're dealt. And I always look back when I'm thinking of things that are, you know, was this just lucky, or was this, you know, was it? was this my big break? Well, if I had done this and not done that, would, would things have worked out differently? Um, and I think you'll drive yourself nuts trying to figure that out. 
But, oh yeah, for you know, sure. With this with this COVID thing, you know, it's like it's kind of like the the yin and the yang, the yin yang symbol. Yeah. Not the yin yang twins, the yin yang symbol. <laughs> yeah. But it's like right. for for there to be for there to be order, there also needs to be chaos. There's a balance right. in life. Like you can't, not everything can always be good. And I think we, we get down on ourselves when, when things are hard or when things get tough, because yeah. right now I would think of myself personally, I'm actually like not trying to, I'm by no means am I trying to pat myself on the back, but I would have thought during this time during the uh-huh. during the almost two months we've been shut down now, that I would have I would have gone crazy or just given up a little bit because I was so yeah. focused on just the business and you know it's really been one of the major driving forces of my life now for the almost almost half my life at this point. Um, mm-hmm. So so to go through all this and and not not get down. I think er, er, early on I was a little down and I was like, this is, yeah, this is going to be awful. This is going to be this and that, which I do still think it's going to be a very hard road ahead. I don't think it's going to get easy. Yeah, It's not going to be easy by any means, but you have to keep that. And we've talked about this from day one, the, the, the primo mindset, you got to have that, that mind that just stays focused, stays focused and stays driven. I've, you know, I, I've, I've made it a mission to myself personally, like early on in this, I was, I was hitting the, the, the bourbon pretty hard. And I, I told yeah. myself after a while, it's like, you know, I was, I was taking beers up to the shop and you drink a few during the day and it's right. like, oh, no big deal. Yeah. Uh, because what, what were you doing? You didn't have to answer to customers. You didn't have to do anything like that. Um, it, you were just kind of working your way through the day a little bit. I got to the point where I'm like, all right, this is getting to be a little much. So, you know, I said, all right, I'm going to go 30 days without drinking, which for me, that's yeah. a big deal. I don't think I've done that since I was uh, like 14 or 15 years old, <laughs> gone 30 days without right. drinking anything. Uh, but you know, th- so you set those kind of goals where it's like, you know, uh, just to stay focused and know that this is going to bring opportunity. Yeah. We're in the process of, you know, uh, uh, opening a, another retail location in, in another city. And we signed the lease uh, a, a month before this all happened. Like that yeah. would have been, you know, that should be something where you'd be saying, oh shit, what did I do? But right. you got to stay positive and you got to realize that yeah. this is going to bring opportunity. And I think that's where that's where you go back to um, being prepared for when that opportunity right. comes. And if that's a case, I think I'm going to have some luck. If that's what luck is, I'm going to have some of it. Yeah. Right. And, and that's the thing is that you, you got to, you just got to roll with the punches. I, I mean, this is a situation, even though some things will definitely uh, be hurt by, by all this stuff going on. There's going to be other things that are in high demand because of what's going on. So you just, you have to roll with the punches and, uh, you know, just make your own luck. Like Phil said from the beginning, make your own own luck or you better be prepared for when that yeah. opportunity comes. Cause it might not come again. So as always, yep. That was the Primo podcast. Uh, We will continue to bring you more episodes because like we've said before, what else do we have to do? We're bored. 
We're podcasting. Nothing. So we're going to yeah. keep bringing it to you. Right. Uh, don't forget to follow us on social media. I've said it too many times. I'm sick of repeating myself. You know where to find us <laughs> at this point. So right. uh, thanks again for tuning into the Primo Podcast. We'll see you guys next time.